0: Praise the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ and welcome to our core continuing order religious education. We thank God for you. Truly God is an awesome God. Let's let's just give Jesus a hand clap. He's Lord, He's King, He's God, He's potentate, He's our power, He's our direction, He's our Victory, and we thank Jesus for who he is. He died for our sins, was buried, and rose again with all power in his hands. And he promised through Paul, and we know that all things are working together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. If you're like me, you're going through certain situations, but God's going to work it all out. He's going to bring healing and help, and we thank God for him in Jesus' name. Amen. We're starting a new series on CORE, the equipment of God, and I'm going to take my time with this, and uh, uh, we'll be in Ephesians chapter 4, where Paul specifies not only the unity of the Spirit, the oneness, and he says that we ought to endeavor, that's a participle I-N-G, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit painstakingly, even if it causes pain, keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. But then he goes on about God, a man who ascended on high and gave gifts to men. And he goes into this matter of the gifts. Some apostles, some, some, some prof, prophets, some pastor teachers, some teachers, so forth and so on. And he tells us that these gifts are for the perfecting of the saints. Now, let me stop Paul's part. It's for the edifying of the church as we all come amen in contact with the will of god but let's start out with the perfecting of the saints the word perfecting teleos is maturing that the gifts were given to the body of jesus christ according to grace everyone has a different grace charis the grace of god gives us the gifts as we edify one another and minister to others now, he says that these gifts are for the perfecting, maturing, teleos, of the saints. So, God gives everybody at least one gift, and when they're used in the service of the Lord, we help others to mature, okay? So, one of the things I want to look at this, this, this particular core, when we think about the equipment of God based on our gifts... Now, listen to Pastor. Scuba divers, in order to dive deep in the water, they must have a mass and a tank of air because they are entering an unnatural environment. And they are, when I say unnatural, they are entering an environment of water where they can't breathe. So they need equipment to help them to breathe underwater. And in a similar sense, we need God's equipment in order to sustain this satanic system called the world. That in this world, this is unnatural to the born again believer, unnatural to the new nature. And if we're going to sustain and survive, we gotta have equipment to help us make it in this system. God's not taking us out of the world. We are in the world, but not of the world. So what I want to suggest with that uh, illustration in mind is that when we look at the equipment of the gifts of God, it says, amen, in, 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 in the Bible, listen to this, the equipment begins, and this is the totality of Jesus Christ in our lives, amen, that God gives us the helmet of salvation. Now, the word salvation there means deliverance. God gives us the helmet because God wants to offset, now listen to Pastor, our ruptured reasoning. One of the tricks of Satan is that he wants us to think differently from the word of God. Think from the promises of God. He wants us to think Amen. Aside from God's will, that's how he got Eve. He came with a question. He appealed to her flesh, lust of eyes, lust of flesh, pride of life, and he made suggestions to her. And every day, Satan is making suggestions to her. Aren't you tired of this marriage? Aren't you tired of this ministry? Aren't you? Aren't you sick and tired of society? Aren't you tired of racism? Aren't you tired? All these suggestions are coming in, social media, TV, cable, uh, internet, all these suggestions are coming in that are not after God. So what's happening in the church? The church is silent because the church has fallen away and truth is not being taught. Truth is not being preached. Truth is not being, listened, emphasized. So we're left to ourselves in our thinking. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm ravished at times with ideas that are not after God, with proposals that are not from God, with promises that God had nothing to do with. They're false. So what begins to happen? God gives us a helmet, a protective device, amen, of salvation, of deliverance. What he does, he gives us a helmet to cure our ruptured reasoning. Now let me stop pausing part because your reasoning and my reasoning, all of our reasoning is not from God. It's what we feel, it's where we've been, it's our fractures, our history, it's 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 our helplessness, it's 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 our brokenness. Our our, our reasoning, our reasoning, our re and if you keep uh, asking a person, well, why do you think this way? Why do you reason this way? They'll get to a point where they can't answer because all of these messages are coming in emotionally, psychologically, amen, a, a, a mentally to confuse us. To and, and, and what happened with Adam and Eve? When they fell, when they partook of the forbidden fruit that was in the midst of the garden, they could have had all the fruit in the garden, but the one tree in the midst of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, God said, do not eat because in the day you eat, you're going to die. You're going to start dying. And so one of the things that Satan did with, with Eve, he came to her with a suggestion, have God said he, he will, he, listen, he will take the word of God and make it of, of none effect. He will take the word of God and make you doubt it. He will take the word of God and make you get depressed with it. He will take the word of God and make you not want to, amen, uh, be confronted with it. Have God said, but what Satan knows is that once you give in to his thinking, to his, to to amen, to the psychological effect of his attacks, he knows there's something there that's going to trip you up for a long time. He's not showing you that. He's only going to show you what he wants you to see. Lord Henry I talked about the proverbial fish underwater, and he sees the worm wiggling, and the worm looks delicious, but when he hooks onto the worm, he gets hooked, line, sinker, and frying pan. That fish never knew all that was behind something that looked good to him. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. I'm preaching up in this place. The fact of the matter is... Is that we have ruptured thinking, ruptured reasoning, and a lot of our reasoning excuses us and our sins and our selfishness. Amen. And 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 presents an argument in which God is not even in uh, uh, that type of thinking. So so, child of God, the first piece of equipment is not only to protect; it's to prevent he gives us the helmet of salvation. Let me stop Paul's Park. We need to evaluate, Lord, show me thinking, reasoning that's not after you. I want you, Lord, to interpret, and he's already interpreted, interpret my thinking. Maybe there is a sin of greed. You're trying to get rich. Maybe there's a sin of pleasure. You want to go outside of your marriage or, or whatever. Maybe there's a, a a a back and forth with the ministry, Amen. You're never satisfied. It's not what you want. We got to look at our ruptured uh, 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 reasoning, even in our relationships. The Bible says that love, agape, or love, that sacrificial. Love, serving love, submissive love, subjective love, love will cover a multitude of sins. So when we love, according to 1 Timothy 1, we are uh, obeying the commandments. When we love, we are obeying the precepts. When we love, we're trusting Jesus, amen, with everything. That is, we have ruptured reasoning, amen. And in our reasoning, amen. It's it's listen. It it is applicable to every area of our lives, just like Christianity. Christianity is a is 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 a will, a wisdom, a walk, a warfare. When you and a worship. When you look at Christianity, the fact of the matter is, God does not hide certain things from us. We we're going to go through tests. We're gonna go through trials. We're gonna go through tribulations in every facet of life: your marriage, your ministry, your children, your grandchildren, your health, your strength. We're gonna be tested. In 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 the, in uh, Gideon, Gideon, in the book of Judges, Gideon, listen to this, chapter six to eight. When they were fighting the Midianites, God told Gideon, "Amen." Listen to this. Gideon had 32,000 men against 132,000 Green Berets. And God told Gideon, you got too many, hallelujah, for me to get the glory. You got too many. And and I guess Gideon was saying, it's already lopsided. Uh, 32,000 to 132,000. And he said, here's the test. Take them down to the water and let the men drink. And the ones that drink, the ones that get on their knees and they're just putting their mouths to the water, send them home. The ones that take the water in their hand up to their mouth, looking around, those are the ones you take with you because they are watching and praying. Lord have mercy. He gave them a test and the test took his troops down from 32 to 22 and and the, the twenty two half of them were scared, sent them home, and finally, God got his number down to three hundred and he says, "Now you have the right amount. listen to this, for me, God, to get the glory. Sometimes our reasoning says, "I need this, this and this, and this to be happy." God says, "No, I'm not going to get glory out of that. that's your thinking." So we, we have ruptured thinking about relationships, we have ruptured thinking about ministries, we have ruptured thinking about our future, we have ruptured thinking about our peace, our promises, our power, we have ruptured thinking. The first thing God wants to do, and this, this is why we need to read the Beatitudes, the Similitudes, uh, the Sermon on the Mount, this is why we need to read the Pauline, Petrine, Johannine epistles, they teach us how to live, they're living epistles. The reason we need to read those things, amen, is because it gives us God's reasoning, which we don't agree with. Love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. Uh, 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 If a man takes a coat, give him your cloak too. The fact of the matter is, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. Bring your your money, bring your gifts, bring your tithes in the storehouse, and God faithfully will replenish yours up to a hundredfold. So so we got ruptured reasoning. So every thought that comes in your heart, in your mind, is not from God. Every suggestion is not from God. Every explanation is not from God. Every answer to your problems is not from God. We got ruptured reasoning. So so what do we do? God, give me your helmet of salvation. Put on my head, put on my mind, uh, put on my will and my wisdom, your reasoning, which at times doesn't make sense to us. Let me have your reasoning as I walk through this Christian walk. As I walk in this Christian walk, give me your reasoning. I want you to be true to your wife, true to your husband. I want you, amen, to worship. I want you to serve. I want you, amen, to support one another. I want you to edify one another. I want you to love one another. Uh, Give me your reasoning because we have ruptured reasonings about life, about sex, about marriage, about ministry, about speech, about security. We got ruptured reasonings. So we got to spend time in the presence of the Lord and ask him to change my ruptured reasoning. As a man thinketh, so is he. First piece of equipment, helmet of salvation. And then the second piece, and we're going to do this partially, breastplate of righteousness. Breastplate pray, covered the heart. We got emotions that keep wrecking us. God wants your emotions intact. Cover my heart, Lord have mercy, with your breastplate of righteousness. Give me a righteous heart that I don't lean to my feelings, I don't lean to my emotions, I don't lean to my own thinking, I don't initiate my own outcome, I don't I don't plan my own future. God cover my heart. Cover my heart. Your heart is the seat of all your emotions, your soul, your your intellect, your thinking. So the the, the these pieces of equipment like the scuba diver. If I'm going to dive in the ocean and go underwater, I got to have a tank and a mask on. Amen, as I go on in my walk. I'm a scuba diver. I'm jumping in, I'm going low. It's unnatural for me to breathe underwater. I need equipment. That allows me to be human and yet live. And yet survive. God has to, in this wicked, satanic-driven world, give us equipment. So every day, in prayer, we put on Jesus Christ. That's That's the equipment. We put on the helmet for our ruptured thinking, ruptured reasoning, and then we put on the breastplate for our empty emotions. When you and I feel empty, put on the breastplate. Lord, protect my heart. Lord, protect my mind. Lord, protect my will. And I dare you to make that a daily assessment in prayer. Lord, fix my thinking, my reasoning is ruptured. Lord, fix my emotions, they are in knots. And God will give you peace. The Lord is good. You need equipment to swim in the turbulent waters of this world. Even before you leave the house. Lord, control my reasoning, it's rupture. Control my emotions. They're empty. And God will show up in Jesus Christ and give you guidance, growth, and glorify Himself. God bless you. We love you. Have a great day in Jesus. Amen.